0: Welcome to a Life of Choice podcast, the podcast that helps you shift and broaden your perspective to get more out of life. I'm your host, Robin McKay. So let's get started. Welcome back. So this week, I'm going to talk about language again. It's something that has been near and dear to my heart for many years. And now there's much more out there in society, looking at how we name things, how we name people with inclusive language, and much more expansion of how we talk about things and more personal ability to have choice and not be put into specific categories. And this is something that's always been Kind of in my frame of reference, certainly seeing it from a child through a teenager, and how the males were given more privilege, more authority, more power, at least what I thought was power at the time. And so I always kind of looked at those differences and looked at the languaging, and then working in a quasi legal position back in the 80s, and we had ties to the government. We were actually given a booklet with alternative languages and terms. So instead of using chairperson, for example, use chair. There's no reason to add anything else to it. The meaning of the word is the same. The chair of the meeting, that's all you need to say. So that's something that I've been very aware of. And two recent events brought that back to my attention with two particular words. And one was I was at an event, and I received a download worksheet. And in it was the word tribe. Now in the entrepreneurial world, there's a lot of people who talk about building your tribe, and that it's always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And now It's even more pronounced as we look at cultural appropriation of words. And we don't have tribes. That's not our culture. Unless that's your culture, then yes, use the word tribe. And so I actually asked if I could have an editable PDF because I said I wouldn't use that term. I didn't receive one, but I think what I need to do for myself is just buy an editor or a PDF editor so I can maybe use some of the pieces of information I get and be able to edit it to what I think it should be or something that feels okay for me. And we all have our own ideas of what that should be and just being aware of of like, what is that word? So, you know, my people, my group, there's lots of other words that we can use. And I think at one point, it certainly came out in a way that maybe wasn't meant to be that way. But again, it's our bias. We didn't see it. So now that we have the knowledge, this is when it's most important. When we know better, we do better. Right? That's what we, we learn. And I think that was Maya Angelou that said that. So it's true. Once we have the education, once we have the knowledge, then it's time to put that into use and actually do something about it. So I may not have changed it for that event, but it's certainly I will continue something that I will continue to express when I am in those situations. So I think it's important that we speak out. And that's what, you know, all these different Black Lives Matters and all these different things that are out there in our society right now. It is about... Not just being aware of it, but changing things and actually saying something about it. Not being complicit in whatever it is that we're involved in. When I used to do some of the union work, we'd have the men do the white ribbon campaign. And that just came to my mind because we're coming up to December 1st. And they would have their own campaign to bring awareness to men and gather money, get donations for women's shelters, and just letting the guys know, hey, this is not okay. We need to stand up to the other men in our lives. And that just, I can feel that so strongly because of what my own mom went through, and myself. And to see my mom not have the supports that she needed when she was going through that And coming from an immigrant family where it was, you don't have a choice. And that's one of the deep-seated reasons for me about talking about a life of choice is because we need to see that we do have choice. And when those supports and the things that we need to support each other aren't there, it's really difficult. And if she'd had the support, maybe she wouldn't have been attempting suicide. I don't know that for sure, and it certainly would have helped her to have the support and feel like she could count on someone else to help her. So, moving on to the next word, in my spiritual community, we were talking about the word God. And that was something I also had to go through for myself, having been brought up religious, with both parents being very strict Catholic in their upbringing and not really being fully part of the Catholic religion, but then being in the Protestant religion, when my mom did her break from her religion into something that was a little bit more open, but it was still very judgmental, and this idea of God as male, and all-seeing, and all-knowing, and the different things that happened within the church, which did not promote equality in any way that I saw. And being a curious kid, I would get into trouble for asking questions. So, and I'm curious about other cultures. I don't know what the figurehead is in different religions, um, but I am not aware of anything specific around a more feminine kind of presence or a more equal kind of presence when we think about God. And that was one of my things, was really turning my back on religion, and then having to soften that and understand where that anger came from, and that's what it really was. It was anger. And so, in order to be able to soften, to actually look at spirituality compared to religion, with religion just being that kind of creation of people to create control or maybe in some good ways create community, but that's not necessarily how it played out. There was a lot of different abuses, especially around hierarchies of how much money you gave to your church, that kind of thing. So one of the books that I still have, and it's back from 1995, is A God Who Looks Like Me, Discovering a Woman Affirming Spirituality by Patricia Lynn Riley. And that's when I was going through that searching phase and figuring out how do I make that comfort with being able to come back into this idea and at the beginning not understanding that the religion and spirituality were actually different that religion can have spiritual components but it doesn't have to and then spirituality doesn't have to have religion so we can choose to have what we need in our life and create something different and another writer that i really like is Simone de Beauvoir i've read her full autobiography, which was like four books. And one of the things she quotes in the second sex, second sex, (laughs) man enjoys the great advantage of having a God endorse the code he writes. And since man exercises a sovereign authority over women, it is especially fortunate that this authority has been vested in him by the Supreme being. So a bit facetious, And, you know, she was quite the character and really helped to have women see that they did have choice, that they could be different. They could have different types of relationships. And then Alice Walker in The Color Purple said, Ain't no way to read the Bible and not think God white, she say. Then she sigh, When I found out God was white and a man, I lost interest. And that's what happened a lot for women and people of color, because it did not reflect who they were. And then later, in the color purple, God ain't he or she, but a it. It don't look like anything. It ain't something you can look at apart from anything else, including you. I believe God is everything. Everything that is is or ever was or ever will be. And when you can feel that and be happy to feel that, you found it. So it's that concept. But again, it's that word. So how do we move away from that word? And even in AA, which I haven't personally gone to, but I've read about it and having done my background in psychology, I certainly am aware of it when dealing with addictions and the brain and all of that. But they really wanted to bring in that universality of it and came up with some different terms. And I know in the course that I teach that has you connect with your spirit, we mainly say source or the love principles of the universe, even though that's a bit long. But source is kind of what I tend to use a lot. And here are some other terms that AA came forward with. Universal mind, spirit of the universe, great reality deep down within us, the mighty purpose and rhythm that underlies all, spirit of nature, all-powerful guiding and creative intelligence, presence of infinite power and love. And really, to me, that's what it comes down to. It is love. It, it is the love principles of the universe. And that being too, too long, um, I'm going to stick with source for myself. And that's what I tell my students. And that's for everyone. And inclusive. And the other word, instead of saying for all mankind, let's go to person kind. It is for everyone and inclusive of everyone, no matter who you are, and how you identify. And so I'll leave you with those thoughts for this week. And if you're interested in learning about the course that I teach, I do have an information session coming up on November 29th at 11am PST. I will put the link in the show notes. And they are ongoing. You can always contact me if there's a specific date or group that you would like me to do an information session for they run about an hour hour and a half at the most depending on the number of people and so i do some meditation with you provide the healing that you would learn in the class and go over all the specifics of what you would learn if you want to take it further so have a beautiful week for for my american friends if you're a person that celebrates thanksgiving I know a lot of people are not because of the conflict with their beliefs, and that's okay. Whatever your belief is, it may just be a family time for you, and of course this year is different, and it's the same about my feelings around Christmas. It's not so much about necessarily the religiosity, it's more about that connection with the universe and the people I love. So have a beautiful week, and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed listening, please rate and recommend the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.